You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. So, so I, so I've been, I've been up um, protecting one of my clients' trademarks, their brand. So, one thing, and it's funny because I've, I've been going hard since two thirty. Nothing but Tupac and Rick Ross. Um, so. One of the things that I, that I can't stand more than anything is a, a business that feels like they can do whatever they want because they feel like they're untouchable. Uh, this mostly manifests in the shape of a large corporation who uh, is engaging in commerce and doing something that they know they shouldn't be doing, um, and they know that they are infringing on the rights of a smaller competitor within the market. However, they also know that they have uh, significantly more resources, and those substantial resources um, are would are would typically scare the smaller business owners from pursuing, uh, from vigorously pursuing the rights that they're entitled to. So, um, one of the uh, lesser known avenues for protecting your intellectual property, and specifically um, talking about trade uh, trademarks, patents, and copyrights, but tip I, I think is mostly used for trademarks and um, and patents uh, when applicable, but. Uh, One of the lesser known avenues is recording your registered trademark with uh, Customs and Border Patrol. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we are in a uh, (laughs) we're in a time where everybody hates Border Patrol. But if you're a business owner and you have a federally registered trademark and you go and you record that registration with Customs and Border Patrol, if you identify any imports of infringing goods, you can file an allegation, put Customs and Border Patrol on notice, uh, and they will detain, they will seize and detain those goods at whatever port they come into. Mm-hmm. And when they seize and detain them, they, they detain those goods for 30 days, and they're only released if you, as the record holder of that intellectual property, gives consent. So why is this important? Because yes. why is it important? Today? So because this can all be done for the very low fee of $190. Uh, recording with... Customs and Border Patrol is $190. But what it gives you is truly the ability to stop folks from, from importing items. So the, uh, the current situation that I'm in is a, uh, it's within the, the clothing and apparel space. And there is a large company that imports, uh, I want to say it's like 500,000 units a year. Wow. Um, they do, they do big money, right? They do big numbers. And my, my clients have repeatedly tried to enforce their trademark rights and they've repeatedly tried to, um, you know, to get this company to stop selling those infringing, the infringing articles uh, here in the U.S. And they just have it. Right. So I sent them a letter. Uh, lawyers in the past have sent them a letter. They just don't respond. And again, they don't respond because they feel like they have they, they feel like they're untouchable. They feel like they have significantly more resources. Um, so what I what I've been doing this morning is filing a claim with the United States um, Customs and Border Patrol. So what I what I was able to do is pull the list of all of the imports from this company and then identify their typical ports of entry, identify their usual shippers, and give all of that information to Customs and Border Patrol. 
And now what they'll do is they'll do a quick investigation and they will start seizing and detaining all of these shipments. Now, when I say that these Wait, hold on. all of them, all of them. So when I say that, th that this company does about a, a half a million a year in units and imports, they ship every two to three days. So you're talking about roughly 40 to 65,000 units a month. So the significance of this is that if you are, so I don't know many folks that have their clothing manufactured here in the U.S. Most of it is imported. Um, and it's imported because they're, uh, well, unless the, this tariff war gets, you know, even more out of hand, they're imported because the cost of production is a lot cheaper overseas. And even with um, importing them into the U.S., the overall cost of goods sold, re sold remains at, um, at a lower uh, cost. So with folks typically importing these goods, if you have the ability to not necessarily have to go through a long drawn out legal process, uh, so not having to file suit, but you have the means of simply alerting a government organization of the infringing marks as they are being imported and literally cut off the supply to the US market to whoever is um, importing those goods. So whether they're counterfeit goods that are being imported by a foreign uh, foreign entity or whether it's a domestic entity that has their goods manufactured overseas um, and it can be legitimately counterfeit. So it can be somebody who is just using your brand um, straight out and trying to sell it in the U.S. Um, or it could be something that is confusingly similar. So those are copying marks or simulated marks. So if it's the exact brand or if it's confusingly similar, uh, you can get those blocked at the border, but the, the, but you have to have your trademark registered with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. So you go through that first, then you go and record it. And the other beautiful thing is that because this is all federal, it doesn't matter if anybody has um, has common law trademark rights. The the uh, Border Patrol, all they're going to look at is what's recorded with them, what's recorded with the USPTO, and they are going to enforce those rights to the fullest extent. So there is recourse. There is recourse. If you are a small business uh, and you are in a situation where you know that there are goods that are coming in that are infringing on your mark and you know that it's hurting you within the marketplace and even if it hasn't started hurting you yet this is definitely a, a lower cost option than trying to go full out in, in a lawsuit even though you still need to send cease and desist letters but it is a um, a quicker approach that gets the attention of whoever the infringer is so don't overlook it um, a lot of people don't really know about it they don't know how to go about um, enforcing their rights through Customs and Border Patrol but it, it, it's not that extremely complex or convoluted to do, uh, and it's something that's extremely effective. Wow. Um, one great thing is, is that I'm happy that you are here letting small businesses know that there is actually something that they can do about this. There's so many times that small businesses just walk away and oh, take yeah. their losses, and you don't need to. And I'm glad that there are attorneys out there like you that actually work with these small businesses and stay up to the wee hours of the night, exploring Look. all the options. Look, but, but here's the thing, right? Here's why I did it. Because I sent them a letter earlier in the week. I, I said, please reach out to me within 24 hours. 
they ignored me. I hate being ignored. <laughs> I hate being ignored. So if you don't take me seriously, right, I, I, I'll give you the opportunity to come to the table. If you don't take me seriously, if you brush me off, which has happened a couple times in the past in the past couple of weeks, and I don't know why folks don't take me seriously. But when, when look, look, when, when, their, when their goods get seized, when that summon gets delivered, they understand. Once again, this has been Legally Binding brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.